Irish NFL show. Firstly, thank you for listening to the show. We truly appreciate all our listeners. If you are enjoying the show, please consider rating, reviewing, and subscribing on whichever podcast platform you are listening on. It makes a huge difference. It helps others to find the show, and we would massively appreciate it. Also, reach out to us on social media. We love interacting with listeners and with fans from wherever you are in the world. And with that said, on with today's episode. The division, and there is so many storylines around this team, and I'll start with you, Connor. But for me, it's 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 quite a, le- a lot of negative stuff going on. I mean, we've seen recently over the past week the storylines come out that McDermott took ownership of the defensive calls with 13 seconds to go in that playoff game, and it's kind of caused a little bit of animosity with Leslie Frazier, and that's kind of one of the underlying issues as to why he walked away from the team. And then you've got Stefan Diggs, who last year on a number of times was a bit outspoken. We saw Thanksgiving Day, the end of the playoff game, and then last week was a bit strange. I know we spoke about it. He's here, he's not here. John McDermott kind of had to backtrack on what he said the first day and said, oh, no, I was aware he was here. It doesn't feel like it's the Bills of the last couple of years. It was a great team. It doesn't feel like everything is, you know, right in, inside the, in the organisation. No, it doesn't. Um, and you'd have to say, and I'll put my cards on the table here, if you'd asked me before last season, I'd picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl. I thought it was going to be a Bills 49ers Super Bowl and, and that the Bills would win. So I was wrong on pretty much all counts there. Um, are they in better shape this year than they were last year? I don't, I don't think so. They're, they're one of the teams in this division that I look at and go, let's put it kindly, they've plateaued and, and they may even be slipping backwards here. I mean, when they... When they signed Von Miller last year, you thought, yeah, that's kind of like we were talking about the Rams. That's a team going for that one extra piece because they really feel that they just need to add one more element to push them over the top and, and they're really going to go for it this year. And they were slightly unlucky there because um, he got injured, obviously, on Thanksgiving and didn't come back and, and doesn't look to be fully back either. Might not actually start week one for them, which will be a concern. Even when they do get him back, though, it's, it's almost like adding a new player in given the impact he, he could make, you know, bearing in mind that we have to see at his age whether he comes off the injury in, in, in full power, and that is a, something of a question mark. Um, apart from that, they haven't moved in the offseason like a team, like you would expect a team to if they really want to push it and, and, and put, put all the chips in the center of the table. Um, they, they haven't, you know, they've been linked to DeAndre Hopkins, who looks like the kind of player you would think that, that, that an offense like this would want to slot in as that one extra guy, the, you know, the Odell Beckham Jr. As, as the Rams had or the Antonio Brown that the Bucks had or, or you know, pick, pick whichever other example you want that just gets you there and, and gives you that extra dimension to, 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 to cut it through and, and, and go over the top. But uh, they haven't done that. And and now you're dealing with all the off-season stuff that you quite rightly point out. Stefan Diggs isn't happy. Leslie Fraser doesn't look like he was happy. And, and you know, the, this play calling on both sides of the ball now seems to be an issue. Diggs doesn't like the way the plays are being called as a wide receiver, although nothing new there. Wide receivers who don't get targeted on every single play will, will always have a problem with the offensive coordinator and with the play calling, if, if, uh, particularly if the team doesn't win. Um, but, I mean, those two playoff games last year, to me, kind of were, were, were said very worrying signs about, about who they are. And they were very lucky to get over the Dolphins ultimately and undermanned Dolphins without two, as we've just talked about. And the Bengals, you know, we mentioned it when we were talking about the North, went into their building and just handled them I mean they got thrown around there they were 17 point defeat they were they were embarrassed they never looked remotely competitive in that game for for all that they had shaped up as Super Bowl contenders before the season and so I don't know is is, has that just put the doubts in their mind has that 
you know, maybe shattered some of the unity that they have and some of the sense of purpose that they have, you know, apart from everything else, given the situation with, 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 with Damar Hamlin, you would have thought that this was a team that was, was galvanized going into the playoffs and would really have the, the shortest sword as sharp as it could possibly be. And it ended up being completely blunted in that, you know, very humbling loss in the, in their own building. Like I, I really see these as a team that, you know, and, and no secrets of where I'm going here is is not going to be in the same place that they were last year. I, I I don't see them as as the same level of contender that they were. They're still a dangerous team. They've still got so many pieces in place and talent on on, on all sides of the ball. But something seems to be dimmed there that the light the light isn't burning as bright. And, and you know, I remain to be convinced otherwise. Callum, uh, yeah, Connacht really caused it before minute. They brought in Jordan Phillips, Shaq Lawson, the players that have been around there before and, and returned to the team. And I suppose it's trying to build a kind of a stability there within the defence because we did see in quite a few games towards the end of the season that they just didn't perform at the level we saw earlier in the season. I think one of the standout acquisitions is, is Conor McGovern. The way, uh, sorry, the offensive lines coming from the Cowboys when they probably didn't wear key offensive line guys on the market last March. Where are you on this? Are you, are you concerned? Like, we saw Josh Allen at times, even in that Bengals game, he was pretty argumentative with, with Bengals, but I like, get the intensity of the game, but like just he didn't seem like at times that season. He seemed to be up and down. It was the Jets game uh, where he was shown. We talked spoke about needless interceptions last year. We touched on whether it was the Brian David effect that he'd moved on and he had a different offense coordinator. And teams just never seemed to be he didn't seem to for me be the same as short quarterback we saw under David. Is that fair to say? Do you think that was the case last year? Um yeah, but I, I think there were reasons for it, right? I I think the 13 seconds played on their mind so much last year, right? Think about the way they opened the season last year. They, that first game, they played, and I've said it before, but I've said it again, they played with their hair on fire. They were sensational in that opening game. And they looked, and... You know, I I had them like um, I had the, them and the Eagles in the the Super Bowl. Uh, uh, they were favorites. They were you know they, people looked at them in the AFC. They were the favorites to to get to the, the Super Bowl. And they came out in that first game, and they looked they looked like that was the case. But as the season went on, I remember all the stuff around the weather. Um, you know, the players having to be picked up um, on snowmobiles in order to be taken to the airport. Everything just seemed to... Thunder snow. There was thunder snow. Thunder snow, yeah. I mean, games having to, to be played away. Um, it there, there were so many different factors in it. It just seemed to kind of wear them down. And um, Bill Barnwell had a, a really kind of interesting piece around the way in which um, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs responded to the two-eye shell off, right? Because the Chiefs obviously moved on from Tyreek Hill. And what the Chiefs did was instead of getting standouts other than Kelsey, you just can't cover Kelsey, but with the receivers, they made it so that like previously it was, okay, if we can shut Hill down, that takes the deep option away. And ultimately the other guys aren't good enough. Whereas last year, um, the, the, the receivers were all good enough to, to require you to cover them. Right. And, and that's very difficult for a defense to do it. And what they also did was they moved off a play to Edwards Alaire and they, um, we've talked about it before, they brought in an absolute bruiser of a, a running back, right? And so you can take advantage, therefore, of the lighter boxes and you force teams into not being able to play the two high shell all the time. And then when Patrick Holmes gets the opportunity, the the Bills, it depends on how they learned the lesson, right? 
So um, Patrick Holmes of the Chiefs did will Josh Allen. Last year, he forced it too much, right? And if he didn't see it open, he took off running. That was all they seemed to do. Now, they have brought in Damien Harris in the offseason. Um, they've made some changes to to the O-line. The, the Diggs thing is, is an interesting piece, and I, I would love to know what happened um, exactly. We we don't know. But to me, I suppose, the, the fact that they brought in Dalton Kincaid in the first round is an indicator that they're going to change it. They're going to look for a lot more power up, up um, in their uh, in their offensive plan uh, for the the new season. I don't. I think they'll change how they approach it. I mean, Connor is pointed out that Vaughn mightn't start the season. I think they'd be okay with it, right? Because last year again, Vaughn was there from the off. Like Vaughn Miller and the, the likes of Frank Clark last year. Those ten players come alive really in the playoffs. That's where you want those guys to come alive, and they kind of wasted it last year. So I think they'd be quite happy, you know, to have a Vaughn come in maybe towards the the back end of the the season. So I think they need to take a, a different approach. But there are there are things. I mean, that the fact that McDermott took over the thirteen seconds that that's only coming out now. Um, yeah, there are there are certain things that that worry me. Um, there are other moves that they've made that I can say, yeah, that that makes sense. Um, we'll we'll have to see how things kind of play out in training camp and, and early in the season. But I think their approach will be and let's not forget to be in London week five against against the Jags. But before that, um, I think you're talking about Connor, you're talking about kind of tough schedule. I think they may have landed the easier start of the season. Touched on the Jets week one, Raiders week two, Commanders week three. Dolphins week four, I could see a scenario where they could be at least three and one going to London. Potentially. I'll just ask you before we wrap up, um, who's your favourites for the division? I know never mind the betting aspect of what's out there, but right now, bearing away everything that's been done this off season, you still see the Bills as a slight favourite. I think Connor are gonna get the impression you're not leaning that way. Um that you, are you going with it? Would you see the Jets as the favourites? Tough natural favourites. They're in the tough one. They're the they're the obvious favourites on paper, but kind of like you know the, the giant the sorry the Lions rather being the obvious favourites in the NFC North. I find it hard uh, to give given the evidence of everything we've seen in our in our in our NFL following time to get behind that. I, I, I'm going to be brave here and say I think the Dolphins will win the division. Is your wild card in June, Colin? Not necessarily a pick, just so easy because the favourites. Um. I I think as we sit here today, I still have the Bills as the the favorite because I, there there's not enough there um, for me to to say that they the others have, have stepped forward enough. It's un, until you prove it. I think the others have certainly crept up, and maybe that you know, but maybe that maybe not being the favourites help the helps the Bills in some way. Like I don't think the the Chiefs being the favourites, right, for um the AFC and, and for the Super Bowl impacts the Chiefs in any way, shape, or there are certain teams, be they be it in the NFL, be it in the, the Premier League, the World Cup, even in the All Ireland, right? Certain teams enjoy being the favourites and are fine with it. And other teams almost need to be and under that, there need to be that perceived kind of um, us against the the world a little bit. Like, remember the Patriots looking to create that, right? Remember the we're still here nonsense. Uh, the plucky Patriots 
uh, with Tom Brady and all his rings that he had at that time and uh, Gronk and everything else, we're still here. And sometimes teams kind of need that almost. So it might suit the, the Bills. To me, um, they, they remain favorites. But again, you never know what happens in training camp, what happens with Diggs. That could be different when we're sitting here doing our kind of season preview in August. I'll remind you on that point, though, Colin, of Travis Kelsey's outburst after the Chiefs beat the Bengals. Like, they had talked themselves into being perceived as underdogs in their own building last year because it suited their own narrative. True, true. Though, I, I, you, you didn't necessarily... You saw Travis do that. You didn't see Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes kind of um, buying... Nobody gets a word in once Travis gets the microphone anyway. We saw that very in the White true. House. I think, I think they're very happy to have Travis be the, the clown in that situation. <laughs> Well, look, I will lean Bills as well slightly. I think the Jets probably should be favourites genuinely based on what they've done, but I think the outside noise and the expectation that comes in it might just be a bit too much for the team over the course of the season. Colm says, we're still here. We are still here. We're, we're coming up through an hour, and I said at the start of this episode, this is probably the most talked about division last year and this year for the next season, and that's when it reflected well the fact that we, we did an hour. Connor, Colm, I really appreciate your time as we covered the AFC East. Great episode. 